when you talk about you know getting lost in time when you're doing stuff with technology I find myself if I'm in the restroom and I have my phone I'll easily spend 30 minutes just sitting there on my phone but if I don't have my phone I'll be in and out within like Five minutes. So the bathroom has become your place of worship to your <laughs> to your smartphone. <laughs> to my phone. Yeah. <laughs> as odd as that sounds. Yeah. <laughs> your bathroom is now the sanctuary to your smartphone. <laughs> Do you have like a little pedestal to put your smartphone on? No. <laughs> okay. It's my hands. <laughs> no, your hands are just a little pedestal. Head, yes. <laughs> I met Josh through Aaron actually, because those two had been friends since what? High school? Younger? I mean, middle school, I think. It, I think we originally met through uh, through church. Well, I say, yeah, we knew each other at church. I mean, since kindergarten. Yes, for yes, sure. yes. Well, you, you went to school with me in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Then left. Like, I don't know. Um, you packed your bags and on the journey. Yeah. Thought you were Bilbo Baggins. Thought he was. About the height. Oh, one of these days we'll have Mr. Bilbo Baggins back with us. Uh, sooner rather than later, if we could get him on to answer a text message. But, you know. Right. Like like Josh before him, he'll be like, well, why didn't you contact me? Because we did. And <laughs> <laughs> You just never looked at your phone. Yeah. I mean, if, all right. I mean, I'm going to guess he could potentially even just be on Discord right now. Wait, he, why would he be on Discord, though? He wouldn't be on Discord unless he's talking to me. What if he's talking to an AI version of you? <clears throat> well, I didn't want to know about this then. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, one of these days we'll have Mr. Yeah. Josh Brewer, the Brewster, back. Yeah. Um, but yeah. why do you say it that way? Why do you go, yeah, we might, who knows? <laughs> you have your doubts, don't you? Oh, yes. I always do. Well. Yeah, he's not on the cord. Yeah, I know. I see him as offline. Uh, but Damn. you had your doubts about that. I had my doubts about a TV show before I started watching it. And then I started watching it and I got hooked on that TV show. And that TV show has a lot of areas in it where the TV show is a lot is one of those where there's a lot of areas which are not black and white. There's a lot of gray in between. And I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy it or not, uh, just because of the fact that it's a continuation of a movie series. And I never watched the movie series. I knew what they were, uh, but I never watched them. So the movie series, and let me know if you ever watched this, Aaron. Have you ever watched The Karate Kid? One, two, or three. I mean, I've seen, I know I've seen one. I like, like you know, some everyone's of the, like seen one. I haven't seen one. What? Have you not seen one? I haven't seen one, but I know, you know, like the, you know, the things that you should know wax on, wax, wax off. on, wax on. I know off. that, but yeah. no, I never watched number one. Really? Yeah. Oh. But that being said, so not watching one, two, and three, I was like, I'm not sure if I'll enjoy this or not, but everyone's recommending it, so I'll watch it. Yeah. Cobra Kai. That's what I've been thinking about watching. Oh, dude. Fourth season released on the 31st of J- of December. Okay. Yesterday, the first, I binge watched the entire <laughs> season four. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it, it's one of those shows that you binge watch an entire season at a time. Yeah. And it flies by. 
How long? Is it like half hour episodes or? Uh, like 45 minutes, okay. half hour, 45 minutes, depending. Yeah. Some are half hour, some are 45, you know, it depends on which one it is. Right. But there's 10 episodes a season and you binge watch and it's just like, wait, where'd my day go? <laughs> <laughs> what? And that was my day yesterday, the first time. Nice. I binge watched season four. They've already recorded season five, so season five will be coming out whenever wow. it comes out, but they've already recorded it. Yeah. Um, they're saying they'll probably be at least season six. Wow. You know, and so now that I've seen this, it's like, oh, maybe I need to go back and watch a movie so I can understand all these references that they're, and all these characters that they keep bringing back. Right. Because they bring, keep bringing back characters from the movies. Oh, okay. And I'm like, who's this? Who's this? Why are they mad at each other? <laughs> You know, but really? so, so you're probably a little more familiar with like the various things. Uh, so there's the Miyagi Do, um, uh, dojo Mr. with Mr. Miyagi. W- what did his karate focus a lot on? Oh, I can't even. I couldn't tell you that. Defense. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love how you're like. Oh, okay. I was just trying to think of like where where's where was like the source of No, not like where's the source. That, okay. That's why I said what does it focus okay. on? Okay. So Miyagi Do was defense and Cobra Kai was offense. Right. You know, yeah. their thing was strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Bah! Yep, exactly. And you see through the evolution of the TV series, uh, and I'm gonna try not to do spoiler I'm not gonna do spoilers for four. Uh, one through three, I'll try to keep as vague as possible. But honestly, if you haven't seen uh, one through three yet, seasons one through three, I'm sorry, I, I, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> that's old news. I mean, this is how old it is. Seasons one and two came out on YouTube Red. You know, the YouTube Premium, when YouTube was making their own TV shows and that. That was a few years ago. Quite. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's not like it's the newest thing in the world. Um, I didn't even realize it's that old. I mean, it, it's not, not that it, that's, it's not old. It's not like, old, but it, 20, re- 2018. Yeah, I didn't realize. I thought it was just like a thing from like this last year. So, what it was was seasons one and two streamed on YouTube Red. After season two, Netflix bought the series. And then Netflix made uh, seasons three, four, five. And obviously, they're they're showing one and two on, uh, whatchamacallit. The flicks. On the Netflix, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. You know, so keep that in mind, you know. So you have Miyagi-Do, very defense. Cobra Kai, very offense. Offensive. That whole, in, in a way, you could think of it, that's all, you want to be allegorical and all that fun stuff. You know, <laughs> that's black and white. It's two different ways of seeing the world. Right. You know, you have Danielson. <laughs> Danielson. Uh, you know, LaRusso, Daniel LaRusso, who's very much on the, I want to always be on the defense side and everything. Mm-hmm. And you have Lawrence, who continuing on the Cobra Kai way, always on that offense. But what you see through the series and what's fun to watch is how the two of them learn from each other and they start mixing their philosophies together. 
the best of both worlds. And it comes to head in season four, and that's why I said I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. Uh, but if you watch, and the reason I'm not spoiling is because it literally just came out like two days ago. So yeah, <laughs> at, the, at the time of recording. So not, I understand that everyone has had a chance to watch all 10 episodes. I understand that. Uh, but, you know, they. It's holiday time. People got time. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Most people, not everyone. Some no, people have to yeah, work during this time. People, this is true. Uh, but he came in to do that, um, and, and you just kind of watch as, as everything melded. Season three, and I, I don't care about spoiling this because season three came out a year ago. It came out December 31st last year too. <laughs> oh, wow. So a little bit of a... So I'm hoping though that season five comes out like halfway through this year since they already have it recorded. It'll be December 31st. Yeah, I know. But at the end of season three, you see the two dojos um, LaRusso's Miyagi-Do and Lawrence, because he got kicked out of Cobra Kai. Okay. And he created a new dojo called uh, Eagle Fang. Eagle Fang. But he took his thoughts behind, you know, Cobra Kai, Eagle Fang, and, comb- and joined LaRusso's dojo, and they, they're co-teaching together. Uh-huh. You know, again, starting to bring that blend of black and white together. But, right. You know, that's just in that, you know, in, in kind of in that wonderfulness of you watching TV and TV shows always kind of bring out the thing of, you know, not everything can be black and white. And that had me yeah. thinking, asking the question to Aaron then, can you ever or is it ever healthy to think of things as black and white? Uh, is it healthy? Yeah, is it healthy? I mean, there's got. I mean, there's got. Some things are black and white. Okay, what such as? You know, if you say some things are black and white, I'm gonna latch onto that. Oh, I know. I know you are. So what? What? What is? But I guess I wonder how. What is black and white? I mean, the colors. Or I walked right into that one. (laughs) (laughs) The sun. And then the night sky, uh, without the sun in it, it's yeah. okay. Let me rephrase that question. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just what sort of difficult. societal slash moral slash ethical I mean, issues are just straight up black and white? In your in see, the this Aaron is, Johnson I'm, head, I'm curious as to where you're gonna where you're gonna take this because I was thinking murder. Okay, is kind of a black and white thing, but okay. Would does one classify as like going to war? Is that considered murder at that point or no? All right, let's 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 go on with that. Because I would say no. Depend, there can be murder in war. Okay, but if you're going into a situation where it's your life or their life, and it's like you're expected to fight for your life. That's just a fight for survival. Right. So so I would say that it's different than just straight out going. What do you define murder as? I mean, I guess I've always thought of it as. Because there is a legal definition of oh, murder. there is a legal definition yeah. of it? Oh, interesting. That's why I want to know, what is your definition of murder? Because how that well, fits into. Well, I want into the right murder. definition of well, murder. Well, I know, but I want to hear what your. What my ideas of it. Yeah. At this. I mean, it's taking someone's 
life away out of like I don't know, taking someone's life out of I guess anger or just okay a, so hatred towards them so one of the you know and obviously it's going to differ per country right you know what the legal definition is but, but suppose, the yeah. basic the basic so, one here in the US is to kill someone mm-hmm. unlawfully unlawfully okay. and with that's, premeditation that's okay gotcha all right so the unlawful premeditated killing of one human being by another so gotcha okay back to your question of does that fit within war is that a premeditated right. thing i mean no usually not and you, so you're planning your mission out, right? Or, you, right. or whatever. It's, but you're not saying we're necessarily going to, unless it's an assassination mission. <laughs> well, right. But that even but at then, that point, still though, like even like if, if you're going after this person that you're supposed to capture, mm-hmm. you know they're going to fight you. Like you know they're going to use lethal, I guess, force against you to ensure their safety or their escape so it's like i i guess i just i can't i would not consider that murder well notice what remember what says the unlawful right if you're in war that is would be almost considered lawful lawful killing yes because you you've declared a war or you're in a state of war or you know whatever whatever you need you know right that that's why we have stuff like the geneva convention all that where it says even if we're in war these things are illegal right right you know these sort of uh tortures and these sort of you can't experiment on your captured people and that that even even though you could capture them because of war because you're sending armies to fight each other you still can't do that sort of junk we can't do but yeah, as soon as like, because I mean, you know, you hear war stories of like, you know, soldiers going through villages and raping and killing, you know, women and children and stuff like all of that. That's messed up. That's right. wrong. Yep. And, but, the, and there's stuff to prevent that as well. You know, yeah. it's unlawful to, you know, that you should not be killing innocent civilians, especially women and children that. Right. So I don't know. No, I um. I mean, otherwise, then I would say like stealing is a black and white kind of thing. Okay, stealing, murder. Okay, just like uh, um, <laughs> I guess you could say there could almost be a good time to steal, but <laughs> is it right? No. Well, let's take a look at all the newspaper articles, like around Thanksgiving, Christmas time, of people just walking into stores and oh my them. gosh, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Well, they. Now, never mind. I'm going to say my th- my thought for in a minute. Here oh, okay. I was going to say, of course, no. Go on. <sighs> what else? What else would you drama. put in this black and white category? I guess I feel like there's probably a lot more than I can than I can think of. But well, there, what about the one that we've talked about before? Euthanasia, not youth children in Asia, but <laughs> killing of older people right. or letting them kill themselves. How about suicide? Oh yeah, I'd say that's that's black and white. Okay. Right. 
I mean, I would think so. I think it should be. I think we allow there to be a gray area in that. Okay. Well, at least, are there any places that allow assisted suicide now? In the U.S. or the world? U.S. I don't think there was anything in the U.S. I, there was stuff that was trying to be passed. I'm I not thought, sure if it has. Yeah, I thought there was stuff in the in the the making for it, but I don't think. Which at this was. point, it definitely could have passed some places. Let me double check. Okay. Uh, no, uh, it is legal in some states in the U.S. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's one place where it's legal under a court ruling. Oh, okay. So yes, that is happening more and more in the United. In the world and United well, yeah, States, world for sure, as a whole. All right. Um, how about let me ask this question? Yeah, is it black or white? Uh oh, like not killing, so we're removing the murder thing. Yeah, you know, let's say Johnson, you got robbed by someone, right? Oh, well, and, and they <laughs> and they like. As part, they it wasn't just a robbing; it was a mugging. They, they beat you up good, and you had the opportunity to get revenge on them. Is that black and white, or is that gray? <sighs> to get revenge, I would say would be. I guess what do you what are you considering revenge on that person? Like, am what, I what just that? doing him dirty and getting him back? And like, yeah, you know. Okay. Short of... What goes around comes around kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. What comes around goes around short of obviously killing them. Right, yeah. Just kind of repaying them for what they did to you. Yeah. Uh, I would... Uh, I would say that's wrong. Okay. I, I guess I would consider that... Ah, uh, gosh, that's a tough one. Because it's like... You could... Uh, you can make that it doesn't have to be that serious of a scenario for you to i guess you know have revenge and like you could do i mean you could get as kiddish as you know oh i you know pulled a prank on or someone mm-hmm. like pulled a prank on you or and made you look like an idiot and then you have your revenge and get back on them. Okay. And I guess I guess it comes down to I guess for that though, I guess it as far as getting revenge, it's if are you doing it in a way to tear down somebody or are you doing it in a way as just like fun haha messing around kind of thing? Fun haha versus like forking. You know, when yeah. we used to like do that to our friends or whatever, and then like, oh, you know, they just did it to us, so now we got to do it to them, but we got to do it better this time, you know, and outdo them. Like, that's not harmful. Well, according to the, the officer lady, that was potentially going to cause a lot of damage to a lawnmower because you wouldn't clean up the forks before you mowed your lawn, I whatever. Hmm. But, like, that's not causing hurt to that. Like, you're not trying to hurt that person you're just having a fun game okay but i guess so i guess what is it what is revenge then i guess like because would that be considered revenge just not a 
that's the question. Right. To you. And that will, because again, like if it's revenge in, the, in a form where it's not out to cause damage or hurt towards someone, okay. If it's like a game or you're having fun, that's fine. But I guess if you're having revenge, getting revenge in a way where like you hurt me, so I'm hurting you back, that I would say is wrong. Um, and, and instead of like, you don't have to get revenge for someone on somebody. If it's, if they did, like if I got mugged and if I were to turn them in, they're going to get dealt with in a legal manner. I would say, I would, cause I wouldn't say that's right of me well, to. Cade, let me ask you this. You turn them in because you just said a phrase. You turn them in, they got dealt with in a legal manner. Yeah. What if that legal manner results in their death? For getting mugged? I would hope not. Well, what if you were working for a U.S. company in China? Okay. Okay. You caught an employer steal, an employee stealing. You turned them into the authorities as per company policy. Yeah. If as per Chinese policy, they were then executed. If that's a legit policy, that's horrible. That actually has happened. Then I would not turn them in. So you're fine with them stealing? I would much rather have them steal from me than get killed. Okay. But now if someone's in the act of stealing from me, it wouldn't be wrong for me to use force on them to stop them from stealing from me because that's just defending my own business or whatever it is of mine like that's but see now that's an american thing as far as i'm concerned because in some places now in europe if you're getting like robbed you're just supposed to let them do it take it let them take your stuff away don't defend yourself because then you'll just deal with it later through authorities but if there's a thing for them to get killed because they stole something from you, what the heck is up with that? Then you might as well just let stealing be legal. I wouldn't want to kill somebody for taking <laughs> something of mine. This is stupid. <laughs> I, I love how you like totally like <laughs> Well, I, you totally lost it, it here's what you totally lost yourself. Here's why. Earlier, and this is what I was writing down stuff that you were saying. Yeah. I asked you for black and white things. Yeah. You said stealing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's, there's right and wrong for that. There's right and wrong. Yes. So there is a right and wrong. Yeah. But does that right and wrong then? Because if, if if it's black and white, right? right. You're, you're taking action based on if it's right or wrong. Yes. You're following company policy saying, you did the wrong thing. This is the punishment described, described to it. Yeah. I mean, if you report it like that, yeah. So, if, I, but, I guess, but if you're not reporting it. You're saying that stealing is okay. I wouldn't say that saying it's okay. Why not? Huh? You're letting it not be punished. Right. But, well, I guess one thing I I guess I think of, and as far as like this is the whole getting revenge thing. Yeah. Or like, I guess, because that's just a means to, you know, justify the outcome kind of thing in your mind. I guess I think of that as, you know, I guess the well, okay, this would be in my current understanding and from like a biblical 
perspective, you know, at some point there will be justice done. Right. It's just not going to be under your authority. Yes. So in that form, like with, I guess with that mindset for, for me is, you know, if someone were to mug me and just take off whatever, I'm not going to necessarily pursue getting them in trouble, I guess. Because okay. someday they're going to deal with that regardless. Yep. So someday they're going to deal with that regardless. Okay. But so, like, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, just because I don't correct someone from stealing, I still but think it's th- wrong. But if you think it's wrong, shouldn't you take action on it? <sighs> That's, I mean, I guess you could. I don't know. Do you take wrong action on anything that you think is wrong, though? Well, shouldn't you? But uh, you should, in in essence. I yes, you're not going to be the final necessarily no, not, arbiter no. of right. justice. Um, no, but oh no. If you know something is wrong, you should. I guess. But then, does, I guess does that is there only one way for you to guess go about doing that? Then, like, do you have to report that authorities? Like if well, because look at it this way, mm-hmm. in a lot of companies, right? Let's go back to the stealing example. Yeah, Aaron Johnson, you're a manager at a company, and and you're live in the U.S., but you're visiting China right now because you're visiting. They're to, you're touring their plant. Okay, right. You see one of your employees yeah. steal something. Right. You know that it is company policy that either you report it, or it's right. just, if it's discovered later. You will be personally responsible and handed over to the authorities. Oof, that's rough. What do you do at that point? So I'll take the bullet. That's fine. <laughs> uh. So you'll be fired, blackballed from the industry, and no longer able to find a job anywhere near what you were doing. Sorry, right. I can go find a job somewhere else. That's whatever. You just do with what you got. What you make. What I, I don't even know the saying anymore. Okay, so that's but, what you would do. You would you would take the bullet uh, for them, huh? I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I wouldn't because because oh, then you can get into you. Are you technically lying for that person and covering up for them? Yep. Yes, I would. So I would. I wouldn't lie about it. Okay. But so, oh, but if that gets somebody killed, that's ridiculous. That so, just makes me mad. <laughs> Okay, so that that's just a simple stealing. But, that, that's just a simple stealing thing, right? What if you? I guess w- I would turn them in. You would turn them in. Okay, that turned away knowing quickly. If they know the consequences for their actions, and they're still gonna make that dis- choice, that's on them. Mm-hmm. Stealing's wrong. So I guess I. Yeah. Okay. Now we're gonna change this. Oh, a little bit. Right. I you're, hate this game. <laughs> you're still the manager. Yeah. It's not one of your best friends that stole while you're like you became real good friends with them and their uh, family uh, over in China. Uh, and you catch them stealing. Uh, man, truth hurts, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing happens here where either you report them uh, or if it's discovered and you're in it's discovered you're covering for them, then you're turned over instead. If if it comes down to where it's like I'm being blamed for what happened, uh-huh. and that's not the truth, 
it's not that you're blamed for it. It's I'm about to take it, the punishment it, it's, for it. You're going to take the punishment because you knew about it and you covered it up. Oh, well, that's assuming I covered it up. Okay, not, I was, not, I was not, thinking. Not turning it in, right. not reporting it is covering it up. Yes. Falsifying I, no, I information. <sighs> See, but then I would be lying from the that point right there. Yep. So if I, but the thing is I wouldn't even want to lie about it then. So nothing changes because you know them and have a personal connection to their family. Really hurts. (laughs) Yes, it does. Gosh, dang it! But uh, you made the choice, my guy. No, see, in a perfect world, I would ah, I would be begging whoever it is that's above me that makes that decision and have them taken off and dealt with. I would be begging for mercy on that man's behalf. See, I guess this is the thing, too. Like, I've always, I don't know why this is, and like, where this came from. But it's like, if, <clears throat> if someone that I knew was on, like, like, death row or whatever, and they, I guess this is where yeah, this is where it always if it comes to like biblical stuff, it's like if they didn't believe, if they weren't saved, and me believing I am, and if I was given the chance to replace them in that moment, I feel like I'd want to take that take that thing. Or I would want to take that upon myself and let them go, kind of thing. Cause I'd much much rather have them have more of a chance to live. And hopefully become a Christian. And I'd just rather die. <laughs> My mind is a mess, Paul. <laughs> Obviously. Because but, all I asked was, what if you knew the person? And where, no, you know, I, I know. That's, was, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if I had a strong connection with that person, I mean, I'm not going to... Man, I wouldn't want to lie to my employer. Especially if that friend of mine is doing something wrong and knowing the consequences are death. That would be, oh, that's got to be a super serious thing that they're taking. My gosh. They took a pack of gum. Oh, my. I At that point, I would slap my boss and hope they kill me then, too. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because that would be. It just happens to be. Law, but is that actually law somewhere? So, yes. Like if that's law somewhere, that needs to be changed. China implements such harsh consequences to encourage a pre-conventional level of morality. This would suggest that even those with the most basic moral reasoning would be motivated to follow the law and avoid such harsh punishments. However, it is likely that an American manager would not see death as a fitting punishment for that for theft. Right. This presents a cultural dilemma, which <laughs> obviously here. Clearly it <laughs> um and that's why they have these questions like, okay, you know, this is how you would answer this way, right? Now, what if this was a personal friend? <laughs> how yeah, would you yeah. how would that change your answer? It's like, yeah. Cause then all Let's, of a sudden again, the first ticket to the Americas. <laughs> But the, here's the thing. What if you didn't know that that was going to get them killed by turning them in? 
you're you're thinking like maybe it'd be just like America right. where you get but, oh you get your first write up and then you're right. and then you're uh, you know don't do that again for how do you so that all of a sudden Johnson you had a bunch of gray gray areas come in you had a bunch of gray areas on lying on <laughs> on theft I wouldn't. Is it gray area or is it me just trying to do something? Well, if you believe something's black or white, right? Right. You, be, you believe something's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So lying, don't do it. Yeah. Black and white. Yeah. Lying, gray area, well, it's to keep them alive. <laughs> so is that, that's <laughs> that, what makes it the gray area. Yeah. All of a sudden you're breaking from that, that, def, that black and white moral definition. Like, I because I could also just consider what I'm doing still wrong. Yeah. Which would still be black and white. I'm just making the choice to do that. And I'm justifying that by, oh, well, I'm saving someone's life by doing this. Exactly. Now, that would be according to Like law here or there. Well, the death death for stealing is part of their law. Yes, but that doesn't change the moral. No. That doesn't change the moral black and whiteness of lying, does it? Well, does, I'm wondering where does. I guess we're ooh. so the question ultimately comes down to: Does the situation define morality, or morality stay the same regardless of the situation? Oh, I see what you're saying. Is it fine to lie in some situations? Right. Or is it never fine to lie? It's not, I'm trying to think of like, a, I'm trying to go back and think of like what, and if, if, this were, if this were a moment in the Bible, what would be the right thing to do? Because <laughs> there what, was cover-up. There's things that were done in the Bible that were like cover-ups, weren't there? I'm trying to think of a good, of a, an example. Where not like, Someone was misled in order to have something happen that was yeah. for the like so one of the ones I'm thinking of was was like um was it yeah Moses and Aaron no not Moses and Aaron there might have been one there too but who was it it was um Abraham where he where he said it was his wife or his sister not his wife that uh, when they went to certain lands. Oh, right, 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 right. And so it, it didn't say like it was a righteous thing to do. It's just like this is what he did. This is what he did. You but know, what, ultimate, I, ultimately, he ends up like all men, you know, being men, fallible, can mess up. Right. You know, we do have examples in the Bible of men, even, you know, people, I shouldn't say just men, people, people, uh, men and women, uh, that may have for the time to kind of save their own skin. Right. Done stuff. But then we get to the New Testament and we look at who our ultimate example is to be. Right. And did did Christ, did Jesus ever lie or fib or change anything to make it better for him? For him? Or for anything. Uh... Him or his disciples. Gosh, I don't know. I don't. Because I was even thinking about point. Point. Point me one example where he does, and I'll buy you right. wings tonight. Oh, 
he'll buy me wings? If you can point me to one example. Where he. Where Christ, Jesus, lied slash fibbed to either make his life easier to his disciples right. or, you know, someone that he knew, even his mothers. Yeah, I would probably say no. <laughs> if he was supposed to be perfect, then I would... Uh, well, he wasn't just perfect. He was sinless. Well, yeah. I, being, I, I know, but, but I, I, I'm, true. I'm being slightly true. pedantic here for a reason at this right. point. Because one of the words that keeps coming back up Mm-hmm. Over and over again, especially after these last couple of weeks in uh, Goldstein, oh, is boy. integrity. Right. And that's when you're doing the right thing, telling the truth, right. not lying, even, even when it's inconvenient to you. Right. And what even sucks even more, even if you know what's going to happen, it's inconvenient to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So- Yes, you might, you probably will find examples in the Bible of people, humans. Oh, for sure. Lying when they shouldn't have. And some will be called out and punished. Not all will. Right. Or were. Not will, were. (sighs) So that's why I ask you, is it okay to lie in one situation and not the other? Is it okay? Man, I'm glad grace is a thing. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. And, and and this sounds hypothetical. Right. But remember back in World War II. Okay. Where people would hide Jews in the attic or the right. basements. See, that's where, that's would, where is, is, does someone's life, like if it's, if it's life or death, I can't, I can't imagine that being wrong. To hide them. If it's a matter of actually saving someone's life. Bring your evidence. I know. Bring your argument. I know. What's your argument for that? That's just obnoxious. <laughs> just obnoxious. No, that, that's not an argument. No, it's not. Well, I mean. <laughs> it could be, but that's not an argument. But it's. Okay. I'm going to let you ponder that for a second, okay? Another one that you said black or white. Yeah. Stealing. Yeah. Um. You know, there are some countries if you steal, uh, I don't, I hope most countries don't do this nowadays, but it used to be that, you know, you would steal and you get your hand chopped off, <sighs> you know, prevent yeah. you, A, prevent <laughs> you from stealing again, also B, deters others from trying to steal, right? Right. It sends a message. Now, let me ask this. Is there a difference between stealing, like you go and and just loot a store and be like, oh, this is my new TV and my new Xbox and my new whatever versus... I need a loaf of bread to feed my family. Right. Literally for survival, you need something to eat. I mean, you could eat a lot of things. You Does don't that have to have d- a loaf of bread. Oh, okay. So you're going to eat bugs? I mean, if desperate times call for desperate measures. Yeah. But does that change, does that, change that. that from black and white to gray then? I guess, I mean, at the, you don't have to steal them. What if you have no money, no job? Right. You got hungry kids at home. You yeah. need to give them something. Yeah. I would start asking a lot. <laughs> I guess that's assuming stealing is the last resort, though. Or the only option. Because okay. there's more options than having to steal something. What about 
a person yeah. known for a strong commitment to ethical principles. As a coach and philanthropist, they just demonstrated the ability to put others first. They challenged many young fellows to operate according to a higher standard of morals and values. And yet they were cheating all the time in their sport. Cheating was wrong. And you knew about it. Would you say anything? Hold up. You're going to have to run that by me again. He was cheating and, well, okay. So they were cheating for a purpose of what? Well, they were cheating, just whatever. Yeah. Also, they were involved with, uh, and every and like you were a staff member on the uh, on the you know on the team, right? Aaron Johnson, you're a coach. Wow! Congratulations. And you know about this person, and he's always preaching about morals and standards and all this. But in the background, he's you know paying off refs or something. Oh, that's awful! And you know about it, but it's getting results. I would turn that sucker in. You turn him in. Interesting. It's getting results for what? For the team. They're winning. The coaching staff is making money because the school's making money. Right. But I mean yeah, I feel like that would be an easy Okay. An easier one to say, hey, that's not right. Would you turn and you turn them in? I guess I'd give him a chance and I would give I would confront him about it. Okay. And what if he says, whatever, it's working. Well, okay, sorry. Okay, then you turn. Then you'll turn them in. Yeah. Right. If they, I'll give him a chance to correct, or give him a chance to attempt to correct what he was doing. Okay. Or write what he was doing wrong, but if he just blatantly was like, "No, nah, I'm going to keep doing this just because it's," and what if they were a childhood friend? Eh, sorry, dude. Okay. Interesting, because that situation is a lot less severe than what actually did happen in the U.S. So only a few years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Um, but the, the, what happened, it wasn't cheating. It was a lot worse. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, severe ones definitely make, depending on how it is, can make things a lot more tricky, But which then allows corruption. But most of the people knew about it. You're familiar with Joe Paterno, right? Negative. Oh, At okay. least not from just hearing the name. Uh, coach at Penn State. What did he do? The child sex abuse scandal at Penn State. What? Yep. The child sex abuse scandal. Yeah. What? Where's Penn Penn State? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah. What? What happened? So in 2011. Oh, geez. Yeah, I know. Jerry Sandusky was arrested on 52 counts of child sexual abuse occurring occurring between 1994 and 2009, including allegations of incidents on the Penn State campus. During the investigation, uh, it was found out the Paterno had witnessed one such thing, but never really pushed it all the way through. You know, he, he reported it, right? But even then, people... He didn't follow up with it. Yep. He just made mention and just let it slide. 
He, rep- he like I said, he at least reported, but he didn't notify police or anything like that. He just told like someone else at the school. Wouldn't it be the job? I guess depending on who ever whoever it was he told at the school. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't they be liable to tell authorities? Depending on who you would tell. Well, that's part of the whole. You know, thing. Right. You know, he's going around saying, hey, you need to be upright. You need to be moral. You need to be doing all this stuff. Yeah. And then it comes out, oh, no, he, he knew about it and he didn't follow through on reporting it. He right. He didn't continue under. Um, but, yeah, because under um, state law at that time, they didn't have to report to police, just the, his immediate supervisor. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, I would... I would have talked about it. And then if nothing changed after bringing it up, I mean, I would definitely, especially something for like that. Yeah. So I would be making sure somebody's finding out about this. Yeah. So being dealt with. So Paterno himself didn't do anything wrong. So don't, so don't think like when I say anything wrong, like he wasn't the one um, playing with kids. Right. It was another coach, Sandusky. That was doing it. But because of what Sandusky did, Paterno and that got caught up with it. And then that whole, literally his entire legacy, right before he died, because this all happened like went to, went to, like within a year before he died, it just all went to crap. Yeah. Disappeared. Because, he, because I mean, at that point, he, you're almost, or you're basically just an accomplice to it if you're allowing it to happen. Like I said, he he followed what he had to do legally, but he didn't go beyond to report to police and that. And to be fair, everyone in, involved in that incident um, was just as culpable because it went up to like the vice president. Wow! So it it went up a ways. Jeez, Louise! Yeah, no, I would oh make that sucker pay. No. So, I mean, you know, th- this was a guy who's like always like, oh, we got to have these ethics. We got to be above this. Da, da, da. And yet he failed to blow the whistle on it. And that is now how he's kind of known, unfortunately. Right. Uh, um, yeah. So that's why it's like, hey. That's 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 on you, bud. Yeah. And that's why I, I found it interesting that you're like, no, I'd still turn him in in that. And, you know, this is a guy who espoused all these things and – when push came to shove, he didn't push it hard enough. Right. And he said, no, that's okay. But yeah, that 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 whole Sad. thing, that whole thing rocked. I remember that rocking the world for a while. There oh, that sure. first came out. I can imagine. Uh, I guess that's, I guess that's the thing is it's finding that fine line of, what punishment should be for certain things that are done that are wrong. Because, uh, yeah, obviously different places have, obviously have different laws about it, clearly. Um, I'm trying to think, what do you have to, because even like the states here, some allow death pen- penalties, some don't. Yeah. So even just like the laws within states themselves, 
have different laws for or different consequences for certain crimes. Like I wonder what it takes for someone to receive the death penalty. Or I guess what would be the what state has the like, you know, easiest chance of someone receiving the death penalty. Cause now I don't even like the death penalty, but All right, why not? I, I think we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we have talked about it. It might have been off off uh I don't know, maybe it was. I don't know. I don't care. I guess maybe I still kinda go almost back and forth about it. I'm just a very undecided person. Uh, I guess I just always like to have some sort of hope of someone having, or I'd like there to always be a chance of hope for whoever the individual is to, uh, I guess, receive forgiveness for what they've done and get that uh, instead of just giving someone the death penalty and saying, well, you're done, that's it, and then there's no chance whatsoever. But I guess the thing I wonder at this, we'll say at the same time is, I mean, if someone's out doing that and making those decisions, I mean, I guess they are you know, subject to the consequences of whoever it is that's in charge to give them. So it's like... So there's very narrow parameters on when death penalties can be given. It's very narrow? Yeah. Okay, that's good. So you can't just be like, hey, Aaron, you stole my pencil. Well, death no, penalty. yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It's, so, it's, so I figured it's, you at least have to take a life. Yes. That, that is how narrow it is. Yeah, okay. So... Capital offenses is kind of like what has to, is the standard for it, for a death penalty, okay? Capital offenses includes crimes against individuals and crimes against the state or government. For crimes against individuals, capital punishment is restricted to offenses resulting in a victim's death. Okay. So, whereas murderers can receive the death penalty, rapists who don't kill their victims cannot. But... What about the whole, I mean, because there can also be some very outrageous, you know, sentences given as to like, like, now he did, it was an accident, but I'm thinking about that truck driver that killed a few people in an accident. Yeah. He was so sentenced that. to 110 years in le- uh, prison. That's, yeah. That's a life sentence. Th- that's life in prison. It's not a death sentence. And that's where I mean, they, they kind of draw a weird line. Yeah. Because some life sentences, you're eligible for parole after a certain time. Right. Right, right, right. I don't know what that truck driver's parole was. I, yeah. I, I do know a lot of people were up in arms over the length of the sentence for what happened. Well, and there's a lot of people signing petitions and petitioning the government and that to yeah. reduce the Which, the penalty what I, happened. What, yeah, that's what I saying. He got ten years, but then I was also, I was hearing some, and I'd have to look into it for myself. This is just word of mouth to me hearing, but like some people are saying that were truck drivers are saying that that's at least where you should get, or because like he should have just done pretty much what he should have done was avoid hitting them and drive off the road and most likely end up just killing himself. Which, 
<laughs> That's a great thing to think about, wanting to potentially get my CDL. Um, man, my coworkers even brought that up to me like, so are you going to drive and like, you know, because you're not supposed to hit the brakes to avoid an accident. No, this person couldn't even hit the brakes. Oh, yeah, I don't know what his situation was. No, he had brake failure. He, that's right. He had the brake failure. Uh, um, that's right. But like for me, if I were to try and avoid an accident, like if I have the chance to avoid the accident and not and knowing that my brakes work or whatever, which he probably thought his, well, his, yeah, I don't know. Well, what if that brings it up, you know? Okay, brake failure, and he killed the people, right? Yeah. But what if he didn't know that he was having a brake failure until when he went to go put on the brakes? Well, and that's he what had, I'm wondering if that's well, what the case well, was. Then that brings up the wonderful trolley conundrum. You know your brakes are failing. You have two cars in front of you, two cars to the right, and two cars to the left. Which oh, ones do you crash if into? You know, yeah. If you well, know. no, like he goes to hit his brakes, right? Because he's one to slow down. Oh, yeah. But all of a sudden, brakes stop working. It is split second decision. Yeah, what do you do? You have that? two cars ahead of you to the right, to the left. What do you do? Yeah. Who do you kill? Right. That's. Uh, it's the same. That's, you know, it's, that's, it's that's, almost that's, the same as the trolley problem. Yeah. Do you know what that one is? Well, I guess I'm wondering if I'm. I'm thinking of. I remember uh, there was a scenario when I think I was in fifth grade. I think it was when I was in fifth. But. This guy had to make the decision. Like they were all, he he pretty much he was like he operated the bridge, okay, a bridge for um, this train to go past or whatever. And I guess the bridge was up or something to that effect, and he was with his family. They're eating, I guess, on on this bridge. I don't know. It was weird. I okay. So it's but not- there's a train coming. Yeah. And the thing was, his kid got stuck in a gear for the bridge. And it's like, well, in this moment, you either make the decision, you close that bridge for that train coming through. Killing your kid. Killing the kid. Or you kill all the people on the train. Or you, you know, allow, yeah, take that risk of, well, I mean, yeah, people are going to die on the train regardless. But yeah. So it's like, whose life? Do you take in that instance? And I know, like, I remember when we were being told this happened, like, he was saying the dad couldn't get out what decision he made, but. Yeah, so it's similar to the trolley problem. Oh, this is just giving me the biggest chills. Johnson. Yeah. It's a lovely day out. You decide to go for a walk along the trolley tracks that crisscross your town. Yeah. As you walk, you hear a trolley behind you, and you step away from the tracks. Uh, but as the trolley gets closer, you hear the sound of panic. Oh, no. The five people on board are shouting for help. The trolley's brakes have gone out, and it's gathering speed. You find you just happen to be standing next to a side track that veers into a sand pit, potentially providing safety for the trolley's five passengers. All you have to do is pull a hand lever to switch the tracks. And you save the five people. But. Sounds easy. You. But there's a problem. Along this offshoot of track leading to sand pit stands a man who is totally unaware of the trolley's problem and the action you're considering. 
There's no time to warn him. So by pulling the lever and guiding the trolley to safety, he'll save five passengers that will kill the man. What do you do? Now, this is a, takes a little different tone because you have no familial relations to any of these. These are five, six complete strangers. Do you save the one to to kill the five? You know, do you save one and kill five or save five and kill one? Well, that's assuming there's only five people on that trolley. So what's the morally correct thing to do? Uh, uh, dang, nab it. What's that guy doing in the way of the sand pit? No. <laughs> He's just walking. Okay, here's, here's a different version of this. You're still walking. Trolley's out of control, coming down the tracks. There's no side pit. There's no sand pit. There's no side track. It's picking up speed, but it's not crazy fast yet, right? Yeah. However, there is a guy in front of you that, like, that's real, real close to you. He's within arm's reach. And you have a feeling that if you swung him into the train, it would stop the train. <laughs> but kill him. <laughs> I like the first one more. <laughs> Why? Why? You're passively killing or actively killing? I mean, I feel like, well, the one is just in hopes of stopping the train more. Okay. But the other one, it's like, the train's going to be okay. The train's going to be okay. The people might not. Eh, the people still might not be all right. But So wait, well, well, people might get hurt, yes. From If you're moving and you come to a abrupt stop, people are going to get hurt. Uh, what are they going to crash into? If I don't a brick wall. The lever? Oh, jeez. I mean, if the train's strong, it'll at least break through the brick wall, which I'm sure it's got to be. It's a thick brick wall. It'll be like pancake as it hits, and they'll all turn to mush. Oh, my gosh. If they, all turn to, if they were to all turn to mush like that, I'd probably hit the lever. Kill the man. Okay. Now, would you same th- sort of thing? Mush, but if you throw that man into the into the path, they will gonna... stop. Yeah. Well, well, at that point, that's if I'm throwing the man, that's suggesting I'm close enough to where I could get in the way myself. But you're not lar- in this scenario. You're not large enough to stop it. I'm not. How do I know that? Because this guy's bigger this, than you. This, well, then I ain't moving the man. <laughs> I, I probably won't be strong no, enough to move the man. It, it, it's the mom effect, the mom adrenaline. <laughs> you, you've seen that. Then I'm going to run into that train so hard that I'm, I'm just going to slow it down. I'm going to believe in myself so much. And then my mushy body will get gunky in the wheels of the train and slow it down. <laughs> Because it'll cause friction. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> but so, you know, we, we say murder is one of those black and white. But is mur- murder of one to save five justified? So that would, is that is that justified? And does that make it more uh, great? Because then you're saying murder is okay when the outcome is to save other lives. People. Oh boy, what would you even do? 
Man, that's just a tragic situation. It is. And the reason it was written, it, it, this was originally proposed in a paper called The Problem of Abortion and the Doctrine of the Double Effect by Philippa Foote, um, Oxford Review, number 5, 1967. So this isn't something that's new. It's been around for a while. And it talks about, hey, you know, why, why does... Because uh, for me personally, I don't know about you, the thought of swinging a person into the trolley seems a lot worse than me pulling a lever in the trolley running into the guy. Yes. Because one, you're act- I'm actively involved in the um, splattering of the man across the trolley. Well, you're still, I'd say you're still involved in that happening both ways. But the other one is I'm pulling the lever. If I didn't see he was there, he would die regardless. Right. Yeah. And the next one is like, you know, like, oh, I'm intentionally, you look like you could stop this. I'm intentionally (laughs) putting him in harm's way. Yes. Yeah. No, that's where it's like, I mean, if, if, if for the second scenario, I mean, I would just be like, I, I mean, that's me thinking I could stop a train. I mean, I'd probably just do nothing at that point. Sorry, train. But there's no safe, like, thing for it to safely be slowed down. Uh, pick the wrong train ride today. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't throw a man in front of a train hoping to slow it down. Ugh, gosh. Just hate to see it happen. Ugh. But yeah, because in that second one, there was no... I mean, you you're, the option of slowing it down and saving the people is just throwing the man in front. There was no other, like, way to stop this thing. You know what I would do? If I happened to have him on me. Yeah. Which I've never had him, so I would never have had him on me. But if I had one of those silly string, like, web slinger things, I would hop in front and try and be Spider-Man and, you know. Yeah, web. both out the Spider-Man strength and body structure. <laughs> You would be painting the the thing. I'd be in, in a, uh, I'd be a new piece of art. Be mush. Yep. Thank you for joining us for part one of living in the gray. Can you really do that or not? Um, me and Aaron have continued this conversation next week where we continue talking about this concept of living in the, the gray and can you really do that? And what does that look like when you do? And, uh, I'll be honest, I'll kind of spoil it a little bit. My answer is we kind of need to get used to it. So let's have the, continue that conversation next week. And thank you for joining us this week on Use Your Words. Mm-hmm.